Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of Resilient You. I'm your host, Annie Blade, and as you may have noticed, I have been taking a little break in the month of August. Now, I didn't really mean to do that. It's kind of just what happened. I have been working very hard on pushing out some projects. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen them, but I created a whole website, a Lightroom preset mobile and desktop package where I made basically, if you don't know what presets are, like filters for your photos that you can download and just simply apply to your photos. I also shot and got up a whole Depop collection of a bunch of clothes that I no longer use. So that honestly, (laughs) it took a lot of work. Like it's more work than you would think and more time consuming than you would think those things would take. So that has honestly been what is taking up the most of my free time that I have to work on things. Also, in addition to me working my normal schedule, going to the gym, trying to catch up with shuffling, but I have a couple of milestones to celebrate today and I'm just so pumped. So the first milestone, I am technically recording this on a Wednesday. It is September 1st for me, so we're back in time right now. Uh, but this is my anniversary of moving to Colorado and following my freaking dreams. Oh, guys, like I've been in such a season of hustle lately that I haven't really had the time to celebrate my wins as much as I would like because I've been very focused on the future and being productive. And yesterday I realized that today was going to be my year anniversary, if you will, of living in Denver. And I was like, oh, like that is so exciting. That is something to celebrate. There's so many things that I'm really proud of myself for. I mean, I came out here, basically had no friends. I joined the Mile High Shufflers and have a great community of friends out here. I also met some amazing people on Facebook roommate pages that didn't end up being my roommate, but well, one of them did. (laughs) I met amazing friends on Facebook roommate pages that I'm still friends with, and I fell in love with my roommate, my boyfriend, Jack. And dating him has been amazing. He is a very amazing man, if you will. Not just a boy. We stand a man. Sorry, I'm trying so hard to focus, but my cat, (laughs) she licks herself so loudly. If you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard it, and I'm so sorry because it sounds really nasty, but that's just what cats do, so we have to get over it. Um... But yeah, I've just had a really amazing year. I just launched those presets and that Depop, just like I was saying. I released my first YouTube video. I'm still in the works of editing my second one. I was a little, um, you know, I'm learning. So I shot a lot of content. I have a lot of editing and learning to do within the program. I'm learning to edit my videos in. 
So that's coming, guys. I promise. I have just been sucking at my daily routine, to be honest, like finding time every day to do another task in addition to my normal ones. So anyways, just wanted to kind of celebrate that. Oh, one more thing, guys. It's been a year since I released my first podcast episode. That was last August. So happy anniversary to Resilient You. Oh, I know I haven't like released episodes every single week like I have wanted to, but still like that's a huge accomplishment to be proud of. And kind of going off of that, something I want to talk about today in this episode is about being present and appreciating your wins. I feel like this has been something I have been really bad at. I have been really hustling and really focusing on getting goals crushed lately, which is awesome, but sometimes it just makes it really hard for me to relax into the moment and kind of flow with how life goes. Like sometimes we can't control necessarily how many hours we're scheduled at work or how much money we might make on a certain day, right? But We can always relax into what is good in that day, even if you're not productive, even if you just watched a really great show on Netflix and you're like, wow, that was really entertaining. I had a great time. Or, you know, if you're snuggling up to your pet and they just make you feel really loved or waking up to a partner or waking up alone and just feeling really confident in yourself. Like there's so many endless things we could be grateful for. And this is something I've had to really bring myself back to lately. I tend to become really obsessive around my goals. I get obsessed with crushing them. And that's what makes it so easy to forget, you know, what we're grateful for every day when you're so focused on, you know, um, maybe like getting somewhere quickly, like to the store or something or to someone's house. Maybe you forget to feel thankful that you have a vehicle and you don't have to take the bus to go to someone's house, for example. Or if you do take the bus, you can feel grateful that your friend is on the bus route and that you can spend time with them. Like it's just really, really easy to get caught up in what I like to call quote unquote human problems because So many of these things, like if we were going to die today, just like would not matter. So I'm trying to really ground myself, bring myself back to all of the amazing things that I've accomplished and just really sit in that gratitude and not jump to the next goal like I have been so obsessed with doing and I really have to break that mental pattern within myself. Another thing I've been really thinking about lately is... Instead of beating myself up for what I don't get done at the end of the day or what I haven't accomplished yet in my life, I've really been trying to change that mindset of shame or sadness or guilt into what do I want more of in my life? So instead of beating myself up for not finishing the book I've had for like a week or two, I instead can be like, oh, I want to read more, not like, oh, bad Annie for not reading your book that you got, right? And I think it's important to be realistic with ourselves. Like, sometimes with my podcast, I really think I can do it all. I'm like, yeah, podcast every week, and I'm releasing all these things, and I'm going to the gym, and I'm spending time with my friends, and I'm spending time with my boyfriend, and I'm pouring back into myself, and I'm cleaning the house. Like, it's too much sometimes, and it's okay to just be like, all right, take a step back you know, you're doing pretty good, girl. Like, lean into it. Like, lean into the goodness that you are doing. So, anyways, touching back on what I want more of. So, 
I want to read more. I want to have more relaxation time because often I feel like I am go, 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 and I don't leave any time to be relaxed. And then if I do find myself watching Netflix or relaxing, I actually feel guilty because I didn't really schedule that time in. So instead of beating myself up, I just keep asking myself, what do I want more of? And how can I integrate that slowly into my day-to-day life or into, you know, my weekly life if I can't do it daily or somewhat daily, you know? And going off of that, I have been reading Atomic Habits. I'm not very far into it. And that's the book that I'm uh, alluding to. Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's been really amazing so far. Atomic uh, or not atomic habits. Habits in general are something that has been a huge focus for me. It's a slow change. Like unlearning habits is a really, really hard thing to do. And so this book caught my eye in the bookstore one day and I was like, oh shiz, I've had that in my Amazon cart for like eight months. I'm buying that right the freak now. And something he talks about in this book is your identity and what that means for your habits. So for example, instead of being like, oh, I want to be a runner, like I need to go run or no, let me, let me rephrase that. Instead of being like, I want to be a super fast runner or something. He basically makes the point that in order for that to be a new habit for you to like go run every other day, for example, you have to think of yourself as a runner or in any other example of this goal. If you want to like start working out, you have to think of yourself as someone who works out because we play our lives out in relation to our identity. Because when we are not motivated or not disciplined, we will eventually shy away from things where we don't feel good at them because our ego starts to punish us because we're not good at it. And our ego is literally obsessed with being right and good and perfect, you know, and just like highly regarded. And it's important to kind of disregard our ego and think more about who we think we are. And it, you know, there's no like cure or like statement that can make someone improve or like make someone develop a habit. But I think what this man is talking about in this book is, has been very helpful for me at least because I tend to get obsessed with the goal on the sheet of paper, like run once a day, for example, even though it's not really a goal of mine right now. Um, but that's not what's going to be a good motivator. Like if you think of yourself as a runner, you think of yourself as a YouTuber, you're going to act as if, right? Like you're going to play out what your identity is. If you think you're a lazy person, you're going to play out that lifestyle. If you think that you're uncapable, you're not going to try new things. You act as if, right? So it's kind of invigorating because you get to just choose what your identity is. And it's not so point blank as I just said. Like obviously changing who you think you are takes who you are. Who you are takes a lot more effort than just being like, you know what, I'm a runner now. <laughs> but it 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 excites me to think like, oh, if I can change how I think of myself, I don't have to focus so much on the goal on the sheet of paper. I can just act as if. I can act out how I think of myself. 
Um, I, I've also been struggling a lot with coping behaviors. Like I tend to think that a lot of our lives, not to be a downer, (laughs) unfortunately is spent coping. I think more often than not, people don't enjoy their jobs or don't enjoy their life. And so we can turn to things like television, uh, smoking too much weed, drinking too much alcohol, you know, throwing ourselves into codependent relationships all to distract ourselves from our day job or our mindset or how we feel about ourselves and just using those things as an escape from ourselves instead of spending time improving our lives and improving our mental patterns. And I, for myself, I've been realizing that I've been consuming a lot lately. I've kind of been considering deleting Instagram until I can truly treat it as a tool because I I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I just tend to be a very like obsessive kind of like sometimes anal retentive person, you know, a little uptight and I I don't know, like sometimes I like things a certain way or like I get this urge to like watch my own Instagram story multiple times. I think I brought that up on the episode where I had my friend Gina on. So it's like these kind of obsessive and distracting behaviors that take up a lot of time and You know, I've beat myself up a lot for those things, but all I can really do is just be aware and try to be better. So I've been thinking about deleting Instagram until I can, you know, mostly use it as a tool. Like I would love to get to the point where I don't really scroll on Instagram and all I do is create. Like that's honestly my ultimate goal. Like maybe people get pissed off that I'm not engaging as much, but like your life is your own. You cannot, you cannot live life in a way to please others. And I, I think that would just help me be more of a creator, more productive. Not that everything's about productivity, but I've just noticed I've been consuming a lot and I've been, I feel like those are coping behaviors and I feel like that time could be better spent elsewhere. And I think that I wouldn't be beating myself as much up over things that I don't get to if I was a little bit more, you know, precise on where I'm spending my time because I think I've noticed that I'm a pretty distracted person lately. Um, I've also been, honestly, it was today that this thought popped into my mind, but I have been kind of in the past few weeks rejecting like the flex and flow of life. Like I touched on earlier, sometimes you can't predict like how well a piece of content you put out is going to do or how many hours you're scheduled at work. You already heard me say that. Um, but I have been really trying to lean like today and yesterday more into just how life pans out and just being okay with things not going as planned or not going my way. Because if your measure of happiness is based on your expectations, you're always going to be unhappy. And this is something I learn and relearn and relearn all the time. And I don't know, I even did that today. Like, I'm just leaning into how the day is going instead of being like, oh, this day should have gone this way and this should have happened. And like, I, I'm just letting go of that because it's unproductive. It doesn't add to my happiness. And guess what? My life has 100% turned out okay every single time I thought something went wrong. Like, I'm alive right now. I have a roof over my head and I'm doing pretty good. Like, I'm doing okay. So that's all that really matters. 
I also want to touch on this idea of balance and nourishment in our lives. Like, I think people are eternally chasing this idea of finding balance or finding true self-nourishment in life. But I don't really know if I think balance exists. Like, I think that's kind of a high standard to have yourself like, oh, yes, I've reached balance in my life when really... Truly, life is ever-changing. We're ever-changing. Our circumstances are ever-changing. And I think I can just relax into trying to find balance or trying to do my best. Um, However, on the topic of nourishment, like self-nourishment, what I mean by this is like spending time nourishing yourself and what you need in your life, whether that's reading a book or it can be consumption. You can watch that television television show sometimes like that's exactly what you need to take your mind off things it's not always like a super toxic behavior if you're like sitting down and taking time for yourself and I really have struggled to do this like I said when I do those things it's unplanned and then I feel guilty so instead of that I'm taking more time to be like you know what Annie you're gonna do this this morning or you're gonna take this day off the gym and that is okay and related to nourishing yourself I have not been playing a lot. You're like, Annie, what the heck? You're an adult. What do you mean by playing? I mean like shuffling for fun or reading for fun. Like I've been approaching life from not a great mindset. Like I have been approaching life and like, check this off, check this off. Okay, now I'm checking this off. Oh, check shuffled today. And it just totally sucks the joy out of like what I loved about shuffling when I started shuffling and honestly that's why I haven't been shuffling too much for like a few months now also being busy but like it's because I don't have the mindset of play when I go in to do things that I felt like I used to love more right and if you treat life as like a checklist well that checklist is going to be full again tomorrow like it's never ending you're never going to have that full cup so in addition to making myself take time for me and nourishing myself. I also have to be like, Annie, this is not a thing to check off on your list. Just go play. Go run wild with your dreams and how you feel and just vibe out like, sis, you need to relax. A few more things I want to touch on, one of which is taking responsibility. I listened to a podcast recently. I think it Oh, gosh. I think it's like the Stoic Coffee Break or something. Um, But he had an episode on taking responsibility for your life and, like, not leaning into excuses of why you push things off. And one of the quotes he said, he was talking about, I think, is this Spider-Man or Batman? I don't know. Don't drag me. (laughs) Where they're like, "With with great power comes great responsibility. But in the podcast, he flipped it. And he said, with great responsibility comes great power. And he basically said that when you take responsibility for your life, you will gain more power over your life. It's not like power in general, like power over a people or something like that. But you, when you're able to be like, oh, I wake up late because I stay up late. And then, oh, maybe I wake up late also because I'm waking up during the night because I had sugar before I go to bed. Like that's something that's relevant to me. I struggle to wake up at the same time every day. And I'm someone who wants to wake up earlier and earlier so I can be more productive. But instead, I tend to blame outer things like, oh, I was just tired or like, I don't know, like I just slept in, like, oops, turned off my alarm, you know, and 
(laughs) if I was able to take back my power and notice my own BS and take responsibility over not waking up early, then I'd be able to have more power over myself. Like I believe the power is outside of myself in that realm because it's not something I have overcome yet. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I really liked that notion. And I think even though we can be self-aware most of the time, there's always going to be areas that we're not. And that felt like a good, you know, slap across my face to remind myself about some things that I feel like I haven't been taking responsibility in. Also, last thing for today, I have been really thinking about making, let me explain this better. I have been thinking of this term like make yourself available through setting boundaries. I'm someone I don't really struggle to set boundaries, um, but I know a lot of people do. I've ran a few polls on Instagram and it seems to be something that's pretty problematic for at least the people who are in my following. And I just want to offer this tidbit of encouragement. It's not really like advice. It is more so just like something that encourages me. I like to think of that when I set a boundary, it helps me get to something else that I may have not been available for had I not set that boundary. For example, had I not gotten out of my toxic past relationship, I may have not made myself available to For the opportunities, such as moving to Colorado or meeting my current boyfriend, Jack, who's amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of another example. So maybe you quit a job that you don't like. And because you did that, you feel a little lost. You don't really know where you're going. You just know you didn't like it and that it was time to leave. Perhaps in that situation, you are making yourself available for a life-changing opportunity or at least a better one or at least more happiness for yourself because you quit something you hated doing. Do you see Do you see the idea I'm getting at here? So I love to think that when I'm setting boundaries, I'm just making myself available for something better in the future. And this really helps me when I'm down in the dumps, feeling lost, feeling like I don't know where my life is going to go next or feeling like Um, I have an external locus of control in that moment and that the world is out to get me or something helps me kind of be like you know what no the power is in my hands like I got this maybe some of these amazing things that have happened over my last year in Denver wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have made moves and set boundaries and made new friends and new mindset shifts for myself like who knows if I would have had any of this It's something to be proud of myself for. You know, I'm looking around and I'm just so happy. I like broke through one of my worst limiting beliefs that I couldn't take care of myself. Here I am taking care of myself, paying them bills, bought my own furniture, just being a adult queen. (laughs) That's all I have for you guys today. I... I'm so thankful for your patience when I take little breaks on these episodes. I always want to produce from a place of, you know, creativity and spark in myself. I never want to make episodes out of anxiety or feeling like I have to. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Love you guys so much. Don't forget to subscribe or follow me on this podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review for your girl. 
And don't forget to tune in again next Tuesday. Love you guys. See you then. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at AnnieBlade underscore, at ResilientYouSquad, and also the guest that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind, please feel free to run on over to the Apple Podcast app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.